Fizzlebert was sat in the circus's mess tent. If you're wondering what a mess tent is, then I suppose you've never been in the army, which, looking at you, doesn't entirely surprise me. The mess is the name soldiers give to the place where they eat, what they call their dining hall or canteen. It's an odd name, especially since they're usually very neat, but the name is the name, sensible or not, and I'm not going to argue with a soldier. Although a circus isn't an army, it normally has fewer guns and the uniforms are less, well, uniform, the mess is also what the circus folk call their food hall, or more correctly, their food tent. They do so for much more obvious reasons. If the reasons don't seem obvious, why don't you give a clown a plate of sausage and mash, a bucket of custard and half a dozen soft-boiled eggs, and see what happens. Fizz sat at the table stirring a great steaming bowl of stew, dumplings and popcorn. Cook claimed the popcorn added texture, and Fizz couldn't disagree. Just as he was about to lift the first dumpling to his lips, a loud honking made him jump, and a pungent waft of mackerel-flavoured air slapped him round the nose. Fish, the circus's sea lion, was looking up at him with his enormous wet black round eyes. He fluttered his thick eyelashes as if to say, Do you have any food to spare, dear sir, for an angry old sea lion? Knowing he'd get no peace until the old flipper-flapper had been fed, Fizz offered him the gravy-covered dumpling on the end of his fork. Fish sniffed deeply at the steaming ball of dough and with a flick of his head knocked it from Fizz's hand, balanced it, still stuck on the fork, on the tip of his nose, leant back, and flapped his front flippers together with a great wet noise. Then he jiggled his head from one side to the other, without dropping the fork and dumpling set, honked once and flipped them into the air. They flew high up toward the canvas roof, twirling round and round, before plunging, dumpling first, toward the table. In a shocking, snapping burst of teeth, Fish caught them in his mouth. With a twitch of his whiskers and a horrible slurping sound, he started chewing. After a moment, it became obvious that there was nothing fishy about the stew-soaked ball of flour, and with a loud harumph and a mordant kipper-flavoured burp, Fish swallowed the dumpling and spat out the fork. Fizz watched as it flew through the air, spinning and soaring in a graceful arc over the table and clowns, and landed with a tiny, tinny tinkle in the dirt, right in front of a pair of highly polished boots, a little dust, and a little gravy splattered across the perfect toes. Fortunately, the ringmaster didn't notice Fizz's stray fork. He was too busy talking. Talking just loud enough for Fizz to be able to hear the noise, but not to be able to make out the words. It was an annoying way for a man to talk, Fizz reckoned, but then half the grown-ups he knew fitted into that category. Annoying. Fizz had seen the ringmaster before. He had seen him almost every day of his life. There was one Thursday three years earlier when the ringmaster had lost the key to his caravan, but even then Fizz had heard him shouting from inside. So he was pretty familiar with how the ringmaster usually looked, and he could tell from just the merest glance that today the ringmaster looked different. His buttons were polished just that little bit brighter, and his boots were polished just that little bit browner, and his hair while not being polished, had been brushed quite thoroughly. Stood beside the ringmaster were three people Fizz had never seen before. 
Having never seen them before, it was impossible for him to say whether they were more highly polished than usual or not, or whether they had brushed their hair in a new and exciting manner, or if, for once in their lives, they decided to not smear their faces with jam. Those are things you can only say after having known someone for a while and got used to their habits. That's not to say Fizzlebert couldn't say anything about these newcomers. In fact, with just one glance, he noticed quite a lot, and he could tell, because he wasn't a stupid boy, that there was something not entirely normal about them. Fizz always said that he had a special sense for spotting things that were odd, that looked out of the ordinary, un, as you might say, usual. He called it sight. Behind the ringmaster stood a man of medium height, a medium build. Nothing particularly unusual so far, I'll admit. He was wearing a shabby brown suit with wide, untidy shoulders. Lots of people have untidy shoulders. The hair on the top of his head was thin, but that on his chin was not.